Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, December 25th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodeman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we hope you are surrounded with family and friends, if not in person, at least via some sort of electronic device. <laughs> but before we begin our discussion today, let's have a moment of prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the joy of Christmas, for the joy of the coming of your Son, for the joy of coming with Jesus Christ. We pray for all those who get to spend this time joyfully with family. And we also pray for those who feel lonely, who feel sad during these times of family gatherings, who may not be able to gather. God, may each and every person know that they are your beloved child who have been adopted into that family through the person of Jesus Christ. In your name, amen. Amen. Our scripture today is from the book of Romans, the 16th chapter, verses 25 through 27. Now to God who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept for long ages but is now disclosed, and through the prophetic writings is made known to all the Gentiles according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith. To the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what is a famous or famous favorite Christmas gift uh, that you received as a child? So when I was in third grade, so I was eight, my grandmother made me a doll. But what was awesome is that the doll was as tall as I was. It was like <laughs> at a, eight. Uh huh. Oh and, and I was a tall eight year old, but uh, it was like a you know like a stuffed animal doll, and she painted the face and hair. I named her Cindy, and I thought Cindy was the finest thing I had ever been given. Yeah, so Cindy was the hit. At what point did Cindy become creepy? Uh, never. Cindy has never been creepy in her whole entire life. Now, at what point did Cindy become just another pillow on my bed? I probably, you know, eighth grade, but I'm a late bloomer. So anyway, what about you? What's your favorite Christmas gift? Uh, my favorite Christmas gift, you know, I was, Tara and I were talking about this question before, and I was saying how I couldn't even really place my finger on one, uh, but one that was very memorable to me was one Christmas when I was about seven or eight. My parents had us um, work and do chores uh, to earn money that we would then go and buy a Christmas gift for something called Casas de los Niños. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's essentially a, a gift drive. Um, but we, you know, received what the what the kids were interested in in this in this orphanage and. Um, and so we get to go work, earn the money, and then go pick out the gifts for them. Uh, and I remember that being so much more memorable than any gift I have received. Uh, and 
so well done, Bob and June. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I'm like, here, let me tell you what I like to receive. And that's where I thought the question was going. <laughs> and then you come up with the, you know, I did this. Well, it wasn't so. me. That was, that's all. It's okay. I don't have feelings. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, in, in this, in this, it talks about um, obedience. What does obedience mean in terms of faith? What? is what is Christian obedience? So like we talked about on Monday, this is the very end of the book of Romans, mm-hmm. and this is the doxology, the ending of it. And, you know, Paul says here that we are a people who've been strengthened according to the gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, that we have been, we've had part of the mystery disclosed to us and that this gift has been given to everyone, even the Gentiles. And because of that, there should be some sort of obedience in terms of um, who we are, how we live our lives. Um, Our faith should be visible. Hmm. Um, And so for me, when it talks about obedience, I think about the idea of Christian obedience, which is we are a people who use our free will and we choose to align our will with God's. We knowingly give up some of our freedom in order to serve Jesus Christ. Um, Now, I also believe, and I think scripture shows, that that leads to more freedom for Mm -hmm. us. Um, But that's what I think Paul is getting at, that kind of congruence, integrity, between what we say we believe and who we are. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it, it really takes almost a... Uh, rewiring um, a continual we, we talk about this often that it's never you know a one-time rewire yeah <laughs> it's never it's never a one-time um, redo it's never a one-time uh, re-understanding but it's something that we have to do over and over as we commit to this obedience of faith because uh, you know this is part of Calvin's writing that in our very natural selves <laughs> We are going to lean one way, <laughs> and it's by the grace of God that we are given the opportunity uh, to align ourselves in the obedience of the faith. And, uh, you know, that is, that goes beyond just, you know, uh, piety in terms, you know, that's part of it, don't get me wrong, uh, but it goes beyond that. It's how we structure our life. It's how we interact with others. It's how we uh, care for others. It's, as you said earlier, uh, a willingness to give up our own rights and circumstances because, you know, I was, I was thinking about it today uh, in the discussion I was having with someone of, you know, man, I am really good at, you know, God calls us towards justice and towards mercy, and I'm really good at calling towards justice when it has to do with someone else who's wronged me. And I'm really good at calling for God's mercy when I'm the one who's wronged someone else. Uh, yeah. And everyone wants those things, right? (laughs) Yeah, I do think we don't hear a lot in Christian culture, but it's absolutely a truth that, you know, you don't hear in a political news cycle, you should give up some of what you have so that others can flourish. But that's definitely, I think, what we're called to as followers of Jesus Christ. Um, I also think of it this way. I had a friend who, he was a woodworker, and he said, you know, when you're working with wood and you go against the grain of the wood, it's more difficult 
and you get more splinters and it's just harder. And he said he feels like, you know, we are called to when we follow God's will, it, everything just goes a little smoother. It's just a little bit easier. But of course, we like to go against the grain. <laughs> um, that's kind of who our rebellious heart is sometimes. Um, but I like that idea of, or or maybe just to be in the flow of, of God's will and to get to be a little bit of a part of it, I think is a big deal. Hmm. I, was, I, I told you earlier that I was listening to this interview with Stephen Colbert and they asked him what his happiest place was. And he said, floating in a creek. Uh, without a boat, just floating on a creek off coastal South Carolina. Um, and he said what he loved about it is that you felt it was, you know, it's it's a river that flows into the ocean. Based on how the tides were, you could feel the tide pulling you out into the ocean. You were part of the flow. Um, and you had the security of these rivers that you could also stand up in. Uh, and I think that that's where we're called to is, you know, to allow ourselves to be pulled in this direction, because I think that's where God's grace is pulling us. But I think very often we want to stand up and then walk back uh, against the river. Yes, and I do think there are always competing currents sure. trying to pull us other sure. places. Well, with that, let's end with this quote from Thomas Merton. In all his acts, God orders all things, whether good or evil, for the good of those who know him and seek him and who strive to bring their own freedom under obedience to his divine purpose. All that is done by the will of God in secret is done for his glory and for the good of those whom he has chosen to share in his glory. Amen. Amen. Once again, Merry Christmas to all listening to this. We hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.